0: Hallelujah. Yes. There is nobody like him. Oh my God. Hallelujah. I wonder if we yes. really believe it. Yes. In a good way. <laughs> In a good way. There's nobody like him. Amen. We thank and praise God for a praise and worship team um, ministering to us this morning. Amen. Amen. It's quiet. Somebody say amen. I'm not here. It might look like I'm here folk out there, but I'm really not here by myself this morning. Amen. And I said, there's nobody like, amen, amen. We thank and praise God for again this day. There's a lot going on, but we know this is God's day. This is the day he made it. We set aside this time for worship, but we should be worshiping him every day of the week. Amen. But this is the day we uh, set aside to come and hear from the Lord. Amen. Amen. We're going to, we know that this is March, and this is uh, what we call at Living Water March gladness. And we are going to have our sister Aja face and come and share with you uh, what we're glad about this month amen and then i believe she will be introducing uh the man of god or the word this morning
1: good morning god bless you people of god so march gladness is our um, time that we set aside to honor our pastor theodore Faison, who has been serving faithfully here at Living Water Christian Center Church for 33 years. Woo! Woo! So I'm going to read the occasion to you on this morning and then introduce our speaker. Pastor Theodore Faison is a man after God's own heart. Although this phrase is typically used to describe faithful servants in ministry, Pastor Faison's character, integrity, sincerity, and heart of a loving father encompasses the true meaning of this phrase. He walks worthy of the vocation in which he has been called. He is a visionary, and the vision he has for living water is powerful. God has fortified Pastor Faison to bring the word to hearers who can face the world victoriously. Pastor Faison has given great care to the work entrusted into his hands. He has stood by us through challenges of life with an unwa- and has been unwavering in his charge. The lives of those that Pastor Faison has touched will be infinitely changed. Pastor Faison has committed to fortifying the believer with biblical truths in order to fulfill the purpose of God. His steadfast dedication to God's work is evident in his resilience in the face of adversity. He is a shepherd who protects the sheep placed in his care and is attentive to the needs of his flock. Pastor Faison reflects the character of Jesus Christ and goes forth in ministry, determined that the captive shall be set free. Pastor Faison sets an excellent example in ministry. He is committed to the call of God on his life. Living Water Christian Center Church appreciates and admires this giant among men, Pastor Theodore A. Faison, senior. Amen. Amen. My eyes are watering. I could cry about how, <laughs> about how um, blessed we are to have Pastor Faison as our leader Liam's excited too, and and as the man of God who is shepherding um, this house, we are so grateful. And um, not only are we grateful for his leadership, we are grateful for the fruits of this ministry and the, the elders and the ministers that have been placed here who serve in this house. And we are so excited to have Um, One of those amazing servants of God who's going to bring forth the word this morning, our very own reverend Dr. Adrian Walcott is going to be giving us the word this morning. We are so excited. Dr. Walcott has um, served here at Living Water faithfully for decades. I'm not going to call out the years because I don't know, but it's been pretty much all my life. (laughs) And I'm not going to say how many years that is either. But Dr. Walcott has a passion for bringing forth the word of God and spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ through missions and locally. He is our um, resident doctor, our our pediatrician, and he not only has been um, faithful in serving the the families and the children here of Living Water, but the entire body of Christ that is here under this ministry. And we are so grateful to have him come and deliver the word this morning. And with no further ado, 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 I present to you Reverend Dr. Adrian Walcott. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh,
2: Thank you. Thank you. God is <laughs> so good. Father, remove self. In Jesus' name. Father, you come against every hindering spirit that want to hinder this word. Every mind-blocking spirit that want to hinder and block in Jesus' name. We thank you. Freedom. Freedom. Deliver your word in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 <clears throat> you know, I, I love Pastor. Yes. You know, he's, he's a friend of mine. I like to say that at, at the beginning of those decades, I don't want to say how long, <laughs> that was before he was Pastor, him and his one wife. When they first came to the church, they were the ones that invited myself and my sister over. And we connected. Amen. Amen. They helped us connect to the church. Yes. This young 19, 20 year old just coming in from Barbados. Thank you. But we appreciate that so much. And we are committed we are committed to the ministry here. Amen. 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 Now thirty-three years. That's a that's a good good time there, Pastor. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> good times. And you know the scripture the scripture in Hebrews thirteen, seven. It says, remember, remember them which shall rule over you, whose faith follow. Remember them which have rule over you, whose faith follow. Now, what it is that will our pastor's faith that we should follow. Mm-hmm. We should follow him as he followed the Lord, right? Amen. But this is something because <clears throat> you see we must be able to to follow our leaders. Our pastor, as the on the shepherd on the Christ, as he shepherds in strength. And we must operate, we must operate in that same spirit, in that same spirit. And just to give you just an indication of the faith, whose faith you follow as he follows Christ. You know, there's this affirmation that I want to, I want to read. The pastor has, he has been one to, to, um, at least bring this affirmation to the church. It's simple, uh-huh. straightforward, and it reads thus He says, I have great worth apart from my performance, because Christ gave his life for me, he imparted great value to me. I am deeply loved. I am fully pleasing. I am totally forgiven. I am accepted, approved, yes. and complete yes. in Jesus. Amen? Amen. What a wonderful affirmation! Amen. You know, God wants our He wants our performance. He wants our performance to be incongruous. Before worth, or, the, or perceived worth, if you want to put it that way. And you see, pastors are on the shepherd, on the Christ. Uh, and in fact, any pastor wants to see this in his flock also that he's leading. Yes. It's very important. It says, How do we understand and walk and operate in the strength of God? And how our performance. We'll be in congruence with our worth. And when we'll we look at a few scriptures here, you know, I was right now we're in James, the book of James, and Bible study. And in my devotions, I was reading ahead, you know, I was, I never was one to read ahead. Even when I was in medical school, I, was, I had a hard time catching it, <laughs> up, and keeping up. But this particular day I was reading ahead, and it served me really well. So those your students, college students, high school students, um, you know, read ahead. Yeah, you, know, <laughs> you know, it, it, it will help. Yeah. Anyway, and then James came across this scripture in James chapter four. Right? And I just happened to be reading the ESV at the time, so I'm going to use the ESV. Because when I looked in the King James, it wasn't as vibrant, you know? So I said, okay. Um, but that, the, the ESV and the New International Version, they, at least they kind of uh, give the sense of what I think the scripture says. In James chapter 4, verse 4, he says, fortified. to He says, Do you not know that friendship with the world is empty with God? Therefore, whoever wishes to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. And then it says, and I can see the, the, the emphasis that James was placing here. It says, or do you suppose it is to no purpose that the scripture says he yearns je- jealously over the spirit that he is made to dwell in us? My first thing about that scripture, I said, wow. He's yearning jealously over the spirit that he's placed in us. Is that our spirit that he's yearning Jesse over? Or is it the spirit of God that's in us that that the Father is yearning over? You know, Jesus, I I tend to think that there's this yearning throughout the Godhead. You know, Jesus in chapter 17, I think verse 5, he says in, in the Gospel of John, he says this, he says, restore, I do to quote it exactly as it's written. He says, and now Father, glorify me in your own presence. This is in John's Gospel, chapter 17, verse five. And now Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory I had with you before the world existed. So Jesus was yearning for the Father's presence morning if the Father is yearning for the spirit. see, in eternity past, before the creation of the, the cosmos, it was just Father, Son and Holy Spirit. and intimacy, intimate relationship, they didn't need anything else to complete the Godhead. But they decided. So let us make man in our image. And because of that, the experience of death entered into the Godhead because Jesus experienced death. The father, when Jesus was being crucified, he had to look away. He said, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? So the Godhead that knew all this intimate fellowship all of a sudden is experiencing all of these things. So I tend to think that he's yearning. He's yearning after the spirit that he's placed in us. Amen. But it's interesting when you look in the references in uh first Corinthians. In First Corinthians chapter six verse seventeen. Now, it says this. He says, But he that is joined to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. So, you see, what's happened here is that we've been joined with the Lord. That's where our worth is. We've been joined with the Lord. We become one spirit with the Lord. Right? When you look, there's like, you can't tell the demarcation. We become one spirit with him. The Hebrew word, the, not Hebrew, the Greek word, kolla, it means the glue or the stick. But you know, I like this part. This uh, one of the figurative uh, definitions. He says to is to keep company with. Mm-hmm. So, could you imagine that us not we're not mere humans anymore? We're new creatures, new creations, a new race, a new people, a royal preset, a holy nation. we something new that was never seen before. That we can hang out, we can hang out with David. We can hang out and keep company with the God of the universe. And that is so awesome to me. And I'll drink to that. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. So, the interesting thing then is how do we keep coming? How do we keep company with the holy? Mm. How do we keep company with him? What is the significance? What are the ramifications? You know, this is the only way. This is the only way to serve. You know, I even said before as pastor and and leader, um, the only way to serve is being joined to the Lord. Mm -hmm. Pastor. And understanding... That you're joined the Lord because of your strength. That's where your strength is. That's right. And that's mm-hmm. when then you're not going to have burnout. When mm-hmm. I mean, you understand that, <laughs> okay? When <laughs> you understand that, the burnout disappears because you realize and you, and you depend on that joy and not on your own strength. Mm-hmm. You know, I think in John it talks about being hooked into the vine. Mm-hmm. I mean, Through the branches. So we have to be hooked into the Lord through His Spirit. But how do we keep company and stay in sweet communion with the Lord and with each other? First thing worship. Worship, the Bible says, in spirit and in truth. You know, what I found that is happening more and more in my life, especially during the pandemic, that I have been speaking and praying in the spirit so much more, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> praying in tongues. And I, I realized I heard this preacher, his name is Andrew Womack. And he was like, you know, some people don't believe you should speak in, everyone doesn't speak in tongues. And he says, You know, we have the privilege of speaking in tongues. You don't have to speak in tongues, but it's a privilege that God has given us. So if you've been filled with the Spirit of God, if you've been baptized in the Holy Ghost, I'm gonna encourage you, speak in tongues every day. Even if you think you're just practicing. (laughs) You speak in tongues. Right, because what's happening, the spirit that's in you, right, is reaching out to the Father who is yearning after the spirit, and this the spirit is speaking on your behalf, and your life, and and what happens is you become you're keeping company with the Holy. You, you're like almost you're sitting in an armchair and you're relaxing and your understanding is not being fruitful but you can tell something is going on you see the love between the Father and the love between the Spirit Spirit of God and He's praying things concerning you, concerning your heart concerning your life and you become all mixed into that There's a scripture that says in Ephesians chapter 1 verse 6. It says, to the praise of his glorious grace, wherein he have made us accepted. We are accepted in the beloved. We are accepted in the beloved relationship. God has called his creation the man that he made in his own image. His image bearers He has called them to himself. He has called them to his throne. And Revelation says we shall sit. If we overcome, we get to sit with him on his throne. Now, next thing is spirit and truth. John chapter 17, verse 17 says that word is truth. So we have to be obedient to keep his word and his commandments. He says thy word is truth. What is his commandment? He says this one commandment covers everything else. Lord the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, all your soul, all your strength, and your neighbor as yourself, your brother as yourself. Esteem each other higher than ourselves. This is the hallmark of who we are in Christ. If you go around esteeming each other, oh, that's gonna be awesome. and then you have to walk in faith. Hebrews 11, chapter, chapter 11, verse 6, it says, Before faith is impossible for us to please God. Before faith is impossible to please God. It says faith is the substance of things, hope for the evidence of things not seen. It is true faith, that we receive all the blessings of God yes. in our physical existence. We all have the blessings of God, we are fully accepted, we are fully pleasing, all that is in our spirit, which is saving and, and, and being sanctified. Yes. Right? And we have all these things in there, but the enemy, he t- his, his purpose is to hinder these things from being manifested in our lives, manifested in, 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 in our experience and in our witness. And what faith does, again, Andrew Womack, he, I like his illustrations, he said, faith is like a ladder, a ladder from the spirit world which can bring those things that are there into the manifestation of your physical world. So, before faith, is impossible to please God. Amen? So uh, what I'm going to do, and in conclusion, he says, so please let us not grieve or quench the Holy Spirit. Interesting, even in God's yearning, it is interesting that, that, that Jesus Christ says that uh, you can say certain things about the Father, you can say certain things about the Son, mm-hmm. but you can't blaspheme against the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. There's something special, that's right. special with the Holy Ghost mm-hmm. that's in us. Mm-hmm. So don't quench, mm-hmm. don't grieve. The Holy Spirit, but he can breathe and you can quench his moving in your life. Let us realize and believe in faith that we are together as a church, and that's not just living water, but I'm speaking to whoever may be watching and hearing this message, the people of God. Let us realize and believe in faith that we are together a habitation of the Spirit. That's in Ephesians 2.22. We are a habitation of the Spirit of God. The temple, we are the temple of God. He didn't want the temple made, made with, with hands. But well, he wanted a temple that he made a spiritual temple. And he has raised us up together and caused us to sit together yes. with him in heavenly places. And he has given us all, he's given us all spiritual blessings in Christ. And that's why we need faith. Because we have all the blessings in Christ. We've already been healed. He says when his strikes we were healed. All these things were given to us before. It's all done. And we just have to, by faith, believe and receive and speak his word. So we can worship in the spirit, speaking and praying in the Holy Ghost daily. Then we must be obedient to his word, his commands, Eat the and again, this scripture loving the Lord with all your heart, mind, and strength, and your neighbor, and your brothers of yourself. So that we can walk in humility before God as we put each other up. Okay? Amen. Amen? Amen. Hope that makes sense. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, God. God is calling us. God is calling us to understand who he is and not just understand who he is but understanding who we are. Understand his calling in our lives. What he wants to do in our lives. He's calling us. 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 He's putting he's putting spirit in us. Amen. He says, I can't remember where the scripture is, but he says, and the glory that we I share. He should even share his glory with us. Amen. This is awesome. Amen. I don't know who would not want to be part of this. Who would not want to be part of such a wonderful glorious gospel. Amen? Amen. So if there's, I know there's some of you up there who may not know this wonderful Lord Jesus. You may not have that spirit of God working in your heart. You, you're not born again. You're not a new creature, a new creation. That's why Jesus Christ came. To call Adam's sons called the sons of Adam to make them sons of God, being birthed by his Spirit. So I'm speaking to all you sons of Adam who don't know the Lord to receive, believe, because he loves you and he wants you. He yearns after you. He yearns after what's going to happen when his spirit comes into your spirit and you become a new creature. Join forever. Join forever with the spirit of God. Amen? Let's pray. Father, we thank you your mercy. Father, we thank you for your word. Father, we ask right now that those are hearing of my voice who do not know you, who have never repented of their sins, who have never asked you to be Lord of their lives. Lord, we pray that they would receive you. They will call upon you right now from out of the depths of their heart and say, be Lord of my life. I repent of my sins. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Send your spirit. Make me a new creature. Father, for those who are the new creatures who've been filled with the spirit, but have not been using their privilege of praying in the Spirit. Father, you ask that you would give them strength. Give them your strength, your wisdom, and your power. Father, fill them afresh. Fill your people afresh with the Holy Ghost so that they will move forth in power and anointing. Even in these last days, even as you said in your word, to rise and shine. For our light has come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon us. Gross darkness shall be upon the peoples of the world, but your glory shall be upon us. And the Gentiles will come to our light in you. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Privilege. What God has given us is a privilege, and we can't obtain or understand if we try to do it in the natural, in the carnal. It is a faith walk, it's faith. And uh, when Jesus was here on earth, and uh, he demonstrated the fact that this was understood not through a carnal thinking. And he did that through parables because he already knew that people did not really get who he was. He was walking, doing miracles, changing lives, and men still doubted. it. And even he told parables to try to um, bring in a, a, a level of understanding, but yet, There were those he knew would not be able to understand them because they were seeking to do it through natural means. So it was meant to be confusing to them. And um, people don't understand. They understand praying and speaking in tongues and um, so many things. So it's a privilege. Doc said it's a privilege that God has given us. Uh, but when we try to comprehend this great salvation in the flesh, we don't understand it. Men don't. that's why they they create a religion that they can understand, right? They devise a cult sect, makes sense to them to the natural. but this is spiritually, understood, and we even the, the idea that I'm born a sinner, because mommy told me I was, oh, good, 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 you know, yay, yes, 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 we learn through affirmation, we teach through affirmation, and then at some point in my life, there's no more baby talk, but there becomes an age of accountability and I learned that my natural state I was born in was separated from the God who loved and created me because of a choice that a man made that I had nothing to do with makes no sense to me. But when you're Heart is seeking to be in relationship with God. That's all. Just knowing God loves me and I want relationship with Him, you open your mind to begin to understand things in the Spirit. Just that simple concept that he loves me and he wants relationship with me that i believe now how do i make that happen how and then we accept the truth the word is true amen we thank praise god for the word it it knowing what god's given us should make us live differently we have to we can't fight we fight paul told us the to war and we do, but we're warring the wrong way. We're supposed to war against the flesh, not war to satisfy and make the flesh work. Amen. Thank thank you, God. Thank you. Amen. Word like this is supposed to make the pastor's job easy because it's supposed to change the sheep. And when the sheep are changed, it does make things easier for the shepherd. Amen. At this time, we're going to bring our shepherd before you, um, our pastor, who we are honoring this month. This is different. This is like a COVID pastor appreciation. But amen. Come on, let's.
3: Amen. We thank God for the word of God today. We thank God for Dr. Walcott. All the saints, all the people of God, it's just wonderful to see mm-hmm. whom I can see, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's wonderful to know that the rest of us is on, um, what do you call it, Zoom or YouTube. Facebook, YouTube, wherever we are. <laughs> Praise God, Amen. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad this pandemic didn't happen a few years ago before we were equipped. The technology that we have, but I, I'm thankful for the Living Water Christians in the church. My favorite church. Um, mm-hmm. I'm just thankful to be a member here and be a part of this body. It's it's just a, it's been a blessing. And the elders and the deacons and the people of God, going for you. We're gonna we want to go ahead and um, serve communion. Now, if you're if you're on watching online may want to pause us at this point and get the elements that you need, some juice and some bread. Amen? It's not in the cracker or the juice or this. it's in the faith. Amen. Everything we do, we do by faith. Amen? Amen. Praise God. So it's done by faith. Amen. And so if you need to just pause us and come back, and um we'll, we'll be with you to serve communion too. We can't serve you at home, you know that, but Participate because it's all about what Jesus Christ has done for us. And Dr. Wilcott explained to us how we how we we were sons of Adam, and now He's made us sons of God. You know, by faith in Jesus Christ, because of the work that Christ did in His life and His death on the cross and His resurrection, we we get a new start. Praise the Lord. The believers get a new start. We we can be born again. It's amazing. And, um, and I'm just grateful that Jesus has done all the work. Yes. Praise God. And, um, we have are we, serving our skeleton crew here at the church, our uh, praise team, and our, and our music ministry. Praise God. So we thank God. So Jesus, when he was served, when he was celebrating Passover, <coughs> excuse me, he was celebrating Passover. The apostles. And while they're celebrating Passover, he understood and he knew that this would be the last time that he was going to celebrate this way with them because, in his immediate future, he knew that he was going to be arrested and falsely accused and, and condemned and, and put to death, right, for the sins of the world. I mean, the folks who were doing it didn't know what they were doing. And he even had told the Father, forgive them because they don't know what they're doing. Right. But he knew this. And he also knew that he was going to be betrayed. But despite that, he wanted to serve communion. And the scripture says that he said with a lot of passion, he felt, he felt strongly about this supper. Okay. And, while, and while they celebrated the Passover, while they celebrated the, the, the deliverance, <clears throat> the deliverance of the people of Israel, out of Egypt, Jesus talks to them about, about himself. And he changes the elements in the sense, or the meaning of the elements. And he talked about the bread and said, take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. And so he said, the bread that you eat is, represents his body, which is broken. And he's predicting that his body is going to be broken and he's going to suffer a lot of harm pain and depravity and sufferance for for not just for the 12 but for everybody. And he also said the the fruit of the vine or the wine or the juice represents his blood, which is shed the blood of the new covenant. Okay, so um, when you enter into a, in ancient days, when you enter into a contract or a covenant or a legal agreement, he made a sacrifice. Even when the Lord made covenant with his people, he provided sacrifice for them. And the last sacrifice provided for the new covenant was, of course, Jesus the Christ, the Lamb of God that um, John the Baptist talked about. Okay, and so that's what we do. And so he says, as often as we do this, we do this in remembrance of him. Mm -hmm. Now, this is not a memorial. This is not a grieving service. This is more of a celebration to say... Um, to, to thank God for what he's done, to recognize that the salvation that we have, the privileges that we have, the spirit that he gave us, and all that goes along with it is because of the work of Christ. Yes. Amen. The things that Dr. Walt talked about, we have this available to us because of what Christ has done for us. Amen. And so we remember that he died for our sins. We remember that he was risen again on the third day. We remember that he is ever making intercession for us, even today. And so we're grateful for that. So we're going to take this together. We're going to ask you to take the bread. Remembering the sufferings of Christ, let's eat it together. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you that Christ suffered so many things on our behalf. Indeed, he volunteered himself to be the sacrifice that would deliver us from sin and judgment. And we are so grateful today, Lord. We thank you that the scripture says that he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. And the chastisement of our peace was laid upon him. And with his stripes we are healed. We're able to claim healing today in our bodies, in our psyche, in our other relationships, and wherever we need healing today, we're able to claim it because of what Christ has done and the many things He suffered on our behalf. We thank you for a Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. And, and, and the same man, he took the cup and he said, This is the New Testament in my blood. It represents the blood of Christ. You know, someplace Jesus said, "If you don't eat my flesh and drink my blood, you have no part of me," and that scared a lot of people away. Okay, you know, but um, what he was saying, he was being symbolic, talking about, talking about the communion, okay, and talking about what we call the Eucharist of the Last Supper, and so uh, Jesus is saying that you are participating with me. See, thankfully. We're not going to the cross, even though some believers have suffered and died and were martyred, okay? We're not going to the cross, and we haven't been called to shed blood yet, amen? Amen. But we yet participate in in this. We participate in his suffering because of um, what we're doing now today in the communion service, amen? So we thank God. We're gonna take this cup and we're gonna drink it together And we're going to recognize that Jesus shed his blood for us. Let's drink it together in Jesus' name. the life that he gave so I don't have to give mine and we don't have to give ours because of all that Christ has done for us. We thank you for it, Lord, and we remember that we are the blood-washed saints of Jesus Christ. And we thank you for these things, even now. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Praise Lord, and we thank God today for all that Jesus has done for this great salvation amen, for the the salvation that we don't have to pay for because he already bought it for us, and we are so grateful today, and we thank you so much, we thank you so much for being with us in this broadcast, we're grateful for all those who are participating with us, we desire your prayers, and we want you to stay safe, stay safe.
1: On behalf of our pastors, Theodore and Linda Faison, we would like to thank you for joining the Living Water Christian Center Church for our Sunday morning virtual service. Although the physical doors of our church may be closed, our ministry is committed to spreading the gospel message and staying connected with you as we shelter in place. To support our ministry with your tithes and offering, you can use PayPal at Living Water, CCC. Cash at h 20 Church or Zell at 973-902-9933. If you need any assistance or would like to send any prayer requests, you can contact us at 973-902-9933 or LivingWater 374 at gmail.com. We are also available via direct message at any of our social media platforms. Follow us at Living Water H2O Church on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to stay updated on our virtual worship services, Sunday school classes, prayer meetings, and Bible studies. Once again, thank you for tuning in. Be blessed and stay safe.